0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
1: Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe
2: smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: I visited my mom in the hospital today and uh, and everyone there was asking me if she was like mentally competent, you know, because mm-hmm. she had a stroke and she just was aspirating or something and she was kind of like, so they're like, we need to know if she's conscious, is she fine? She might've had another mini stroke. and I'm trying to ascertain, mm-hmm. you know, how she's doing. Um, and I played my stand-up special for her. Here's the trailer. Give it up for my good friend and yours, Wendy i need you to watch immediately why are you complaining about this miracle in your living room uh, turn this song off in three minutes pop 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 crack crack pop daddy 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 don't deserve to see this v-neck and this dick that is a move that's illegal in the nfl i would like a big beaver magazine please
1: i paid 74 the it's always the right time deal.
3: can plie down to the spelling bee. I'm on the moon! It's like two crocodile eyes coming out of the pond. It's dark! No! Should we just get in the van with that guy? I feel like that was good. Can I have my ring, please? She doesn't get it. Uh, I know. Can you believe I'm not married? Um, and 10 minutes in, she went, she looked at me and she went, I get the gist. <laughs> That's so mean. And I was like, guys, she's good. 100%. She's ready for discharge. She's back. <laughs> she's back. She's back, <laughs> baby. She's back. Had she watched any more, I would have been worried. <laughs> but she's back. 100%. <laughs> Mommy's home. Mommy, mommy. And then I stepped out and cried just because it's still an automatic thing I just oh, do. Yeah, you know I'll, what I mean? it yeah, doesn't matter. How, like I even yeah. just like me, when I wake up huh what what (laughs) you when you wake up that's my brand but you can use it I um started I literally just stepped out and you start crying I mean you guys will learn this I hope it doesn't happen to you anytime soon but when you have a family member that's like in and out of hospital and stuff it's like it's just this is normal what's happening to me right now is normal Mm -hmm. you just have to you know compartmentalize it it Mm -hmm. it sometimes so you just deal with it she's fine you walk out you sob for like Four minutes Mm -hmm, and you're fine. mm -hmm. She's in such good shape. She managed to break my heart at (laughs) 8.15 a.m.
2: So don't be patty
3: and watch the whole special (laughs) streaming now on Netflix. How about this? This This is actually even darker. Is that I'd stopped it in 10 minutes, but I was like, oh, I don't want like in the Netflix metrics them to think someone's.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) This is so dark. Oh, my God.
3: I didn't want them to see like, oh, people are just watching the first 10 minutes. You're like, like, no, that's just my mom. That's just my family. (laughs) So I kept it going with the sound off, like in the hospital just so it would go to the end, so Netflix wouldn't think that I like didn't have good retention. (laughs) And that's when we knew you were okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Uh oh, oh my fuck God. that's funny anyway um, you guys I put my hair in a really tight ponytail and <laughs> your face looks great I'm, just I'm, snatched, I'm, yeah. I'm, I look incredible but I am starting to lose consciousness <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just forgetting what I look like, I, I know more so than normal Um, so I'm trying to name my next tour which is just gonna be like clubs so that I can work out my new hour I love clubs Okay, too. I love clubs me too it is yeah. actually as a stand up it is so much more fun because I'm an, you I it's so much more fun as a tag along
2: annoyed when when promoter – not promoters. When managers and agents are like, you're not a clump comic. You're not a club You want to be a stain. It's like, fuck off. It's yeah. so much – when you're like a bread and butter, yeah, yeah. your life and bre- – like, you love stand-up more than anything. Like, yeah. that is your love. Mm-hmm. And people try to make you love other things, but, like, you love stand-up. Mm-hmm. Clubs are so much more fun. Yeah. I've done stand-up for 10 minutes <laughs> in 10 years. And the most fun I had was at a club.
3: <laughs> so I need to name my tour. And I was thinking about it because I want it to be very clear. I'm in clubs. Mm-hmm. There is a business reason because it is like, everyone's you know, always just... trying to like, get successful people to, like, go down a peg. Like, she used to do theaters. Now she's in clubs again. Maybe she can't sell tickets. Like there's, so it's like, you do have to really make it clear I am doing clubs just Mm -hmm. to, like, work out new material. But it is also my favorite thing to do. Joan Rivers used to do clubs. Like, Joan Rivers would just... Well, because you make more money in clubs. But, like, the point is I need to name it. And it has to be a name where you understand what I'm doing. Like, Taylor's Mm -hmm. for her. She said, like, the new material tour, the new ideas. You should should
2: call it, I could be doing theaters. Sure.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Trust me. Make that clear. Trust me. I was thinking about that. That, like... um, You're welcome. I'm here. In clubs on purpose. Like (laughs) you know what I mean? I meant to come here. Yeah. Like I would have to, (laughs) like this isn't need cash fast tour. (laughs) But I was thinking about calling it because I am someone that I realize that I'm coming to terms with the fact that I am a try hard. Like I just am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I try hard. That's my thing. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because I was like, after the special came out this past week, the feedback has been wildly positive. To a point that's kind of like, I don't know, just for a female comedian where you get destroyed so much. Like, it's just been really lovely. Like, Mm -hmm. the the most rough uh, criticism I've gotten, which is very funny, is that I did dress like Jay Leno. Which (laughs) is so true. Very fair burn. Um, But. (laughs) But you wore denim and denim in Can I Touch It? I know. Why is my was second that not time? I, yeah, but he didn't wear the dark pants. He yeah, they were like it was true. similar color denim. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, It's more denim tuxedo. Got it, got, it, got yeah. it. And so, uh, and so I was thinking about it, and then uh, I was like, God, everything's so nice to me. And then I went on all these podcasts. I did, I did Legion of Skanks Live, which is like the most brutal yeah. in terms of like fans right, judging right, comedians. Like right. you know what you're walking into. I, I
1: always get you and Eliza confused, but then. Uh...
3: <laughs> so so that was. Go on.
1: I'm kidding. (laughs) You're two very different people. Yeah, I always get
3: um and brad Williams
1: confused. Thank you. We're both (laughs) Ah, right to your face! (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck!
0: I was scared just watching the clips from it. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, I come from the roast. Like, that's right. what I come from, right, you right. know? Like, once you're not doing the roast anymore and on, like, network, t- you kind of have to, like, you can't talk like that as much. But I get excited when I get to do that. And then I did Are You Garbage? What was the
1: supermarket growing up? Yeah, where'd you go?
3: Safeway. Yikes. Okay.
1: <laughs>
3: Man. Wow. Uh, Tough they sell tires. I did Schultz. I did mm. all these podcasts that have, like, mm. big male mm. demographics, Rogan, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the only negative stuff I've seen is people being like, why are you, like, trying so hard or something? Sorry, that was me and Grace because Def- we wanted to... <laughs>
2: I'm Rogan Ho 44. And, that
3: like, <laughs> I'm, sorry. and I'm Ho Rogan. <laughs> and I think this I'm woman 44. does way too much work.
0: She should cut it back by like 20 hours a week. But I thought about it and I was like, is that even an insult? No, like, it's not.
3: not it's at lazy all. people
2: feeling bad about themselves. Yeah. So they it's guilt. <sighs> say you work too hard.
3: But there is something repellent about people that like try like there was Well,
2: yeah. I mean,
0: but there's a difference between being like a teacher's pet mm-hmm. and being a tryhard.
3: Here's what it is: it's that. I remember when Anne Hathaway, mm-hmm. uh, I wrote for that Oscar, so I remember that all Ooh. like happening. Yes, and she got so much negative feedback from just like being a winner, right. trying hard. Mm-hmm. Franco dipped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he Burn. basically realized it wasn't going well uh, at the right. Oscars with Franco and right and and then she's Broadway kid and she's right, dancing right, right. and she's doing whatever she has to do right, right. and I am that bitch mm-hmm. and then but she got destroyed yes there was mm-hmm. a whole article about it calling her a try hard mm-hmm. and I remember going like oh my god that I get I get mm-hmm. that's why that's mm-hmm. it's repellent to watch someone want something really bad like it yeah. stresses you out right yeah. just yeah and then I just read an article about um how this next generation is not doesn't fuck with that shit they don't judge people for that. Because oh, Anne Hathaway either. got destroyed for that. Right. Like oh, was just yeah. Like, mm, there was just like a negativity around her. Right. And then I meet Grace, hire mm-hmm. Grace. Her Instagram is Stan Hathaway. And I'm like, what's this ironic thing? Like, oh, right. Like, people didn't like her because she tried too hard. But you like, I get it. Yeah. But it's not even that. It's like the next generation thinks it's cool to try hard and be talented.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember when she won her Oscar for Les Mis. Huh. And I remember in her speech, she, not that I have it memorized, um, <laughs> but she she says like, She's like, it came true, and she's just talking about, like, having been in the Princess Diaries and having worked so hard, and, like, finally she has this recognition, and I just remember everybody was like, what a gross thing to say in your Oscar speech, that, like, you worked hard, and, like, you had a dream, and it came true, like, imagine, Mm -hmm. which is so shitty and stupid, Mm -hmm. um, because, like... it, that feels like people like harboring resentment for not being
3: able to like actually go and pursue their dreams yeah. um, but it's also what do you want the person that just didn't work at all and just right. whose dad Stumbled was famous into, right, yes, yeah. right. do you want the person whose dad was a producer yeah. and gave her the job like thanks right. god like right. what do you want you know yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. it's better news for you that it's not just
3: luck completely
2: that it's yeah. something in your control hard work yes yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. just be a psycho right. and learn to sing yeah right. and grow perfect hits. yeah Not um, hard yeah yeah <laughs> So I had this epiphany this past weekend where I was like, oh my God, the only negative feedback I'm getting actually isn't that negative. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. proud of that. And if you don't like me for it, yes, I'm triggering something in you that's mm-hmm. making you have to look in the yeah. mirror or something, yeah. you know? And uh, and if like I'm psyched to be where I am, like you would be too. Right. We have yeah. the best job ever. Yeah. This is to me that you're watching me geek out on my hobby also and it also just happens to be my job. So it's right. like when people, if I'm on Flavor with Schultz or on are you garbage or whatever? I like these people. Like, I like being mm-hmm. around them. So, you're also watching someone do their favorite thing. So, right. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a little amped. I'm psyched to be there, whatever. And, I, you know, um, might come off annoying, but I was thinking about naming the club tour the Try Hard Tour. Cause I'm like, people are like, why are you going back into clubs? Like, I am, cause I wanna make this mm-hmm. next hour great. Like, that's the yeah. kind of person I am. I'm not right. gonna go to a theater until I practice it in clubs. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I that's like that. Sounds- Clearly. The Try Hard. Tour, club tour, like try, like work harder. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. still. Mm. How
0: about still working? Hard work pays off.
3: Although I like hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. September eighth, I am in Cincinnati at the Taft Theater. That's in a month. I will have all new material, which is wild. September 9th, I'll be in Philadelphia at the Miller Theater. September tenth, Richmond, Virginia, at the National. Mm-hmm. September twenty fourth, Charlottesville, Virginia, Paramount Theater. Why
2: don't you explain the background of? this new button? So, mm. uh,
3: we shot, we talked about this in a previous episode and we had to cut it out because, I, look, I know the Good For You podcasts are very short. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. they are just, Compact. you blink, you miss them. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> blink, you miss you them. just <laughs> like, if you blink like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, something very embarrassing happened to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and we're just gonna play you the clip. Bap, bap, bap. I don't think I've ever in my life accidentally like gotten evidence of the weird stuff I do when I'm alone. Oh no, oh Oh, no. I'm going to get uh, uh, plants for the house, whatever. There's two locations of this place. They have pots and all sorts of shit. There's one in Culver City, there's one in Hollywood. Hollywood I lived in for 15 years. I now live kind of in the suburbs, and I was like, oh, do I really wanna go back into Hollywood, like it's Mm -hmm. gonna be such a rigmarole. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I'm gonna go to Culver City. It's a little bit closer, I don't really know it. It's like more of an adult area, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, Right at the like
2: fork. I love how you're making LA sound like a two, like a one-horse town. You're like, I went into town. I got to the fork in the road. I didn't know whether to take the right or the left. It's like, what are you talking Robert Frost. You're living
3: in the bi- biggest city in the country. I'm on a huge freeway. Okay. And I am like, do I go right? Do I go left? And I'm on the uh, phone calling Alex trying to get advice. And it goes to voicemail, and I was like, "Hey, should I go to Culver City location or should I go to the Hollywood you location?" Asked the voicemail, and the I'm question. like, "Would you just text me back and tell me?" And I just like put the phone down because I was like, right at the, I had to make a decision, right or left. And then I decided to go left and just to go to the one that I knew in Hollywood. And this is what the voicemail picked oh up. My God.
1: Hollywood, baby. <laughs> 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 now
2: I fucking I'm in my element. <laughs> Oh my God, Alex! I
0: cannot believe. You. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, I'm gonna die. I thought I had hung up, and I
3: <laughs> can you call me back and I'll explain to you what that
2: just uh-huh. was. <laughs> well, he's already
0: used to that, cause that's the only, that's probably how you sound in your orgasm.
3: baby. He's like, is
2: she jacking off in the car?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who's driving? I was between the left and the right. And as soon as I made the right, and I was like, I'm committing to Hollywood, Hollywood I was like, baby. Hollywood, baby. Tinseltown. <laughs> What's your dream? <laughs> They're gonna put me in the pictures. Oh God! Like I do that all the time. If I'm getting off on oh, X, yeah. I'm on the exit, I'm like, Balboa, no. baby. <laughs> I Like the wheel. I. Kind of am an announcer.
2: I just love from how the you, '80s. I just love how you were asking a, an urgent question
3: on a voicemail. Me too. You're like
2: left or right, Then it was happening right then. <laughs> like it's not you're like not gonna get, to get an call. answer. Is that
3: not how you page a doctor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question. What
2: should I do right this second? Call me back.
3: As soon as I realized it was recording on a voicemail, in my head I was like, okay. We are breaking up, <laughs> and what am I gonna say? I'm gonna be like, Oh, age difference, like, I'm just, I'm never gonna be all, like, it was just so embarrassing. And I remember coming home that night, and I walked in, I was like, Hey, he's like, Hollywood, baby. oh my like, god, I hate you so much. Hollywood. But it's good that you're
2: getting ahead of this because if he, if it was secret and he broke up with you, he could release it. That's so true.
3: If he was like, Okay, my ex is crazy, people are like, I, I cannot believe that people call the ex is crazy. <laughs> now
0: I'm in my element,
3: Hollywood. Baby, so anytime I'm like anything with any sort of Hollywood people, because I people like it, people do like it, which yeah. is why I don't know when I'm going to use this button, but I'll try. Okay, just to tell me to shut up, maybe. I want baby. <laughs> um, okay, I want baby. This is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, up today, uh, this has been. The last 20 minutes or so have probably made you dumber. This next hour and a half will make you much smarter. One of the smartest people I know, Dick Costolo. He is so brilliant. I tried to really stay focused on here. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy it. We're on. We just start this very awkwardly.
1: No, I love it. You know what? First, How introduce- do you know, by the way, in here, what's supposed to be here and what's, gar- what's garbage? <laughs> <laughs> There's one shoe. There's one shoe. I'd like to point this. It's one. It's one of one. That was
3: um. That's from the uh, Jeffrey Epstein Museum.
1: It's Next to simply that saline. That is simply saline solution. All right. Maybe I won't touch anything else.
3: <laughs> um. The answer uh is it's all trash.
1: Okay. Oh well. Have you ever that's seen Labyrinth?
3: Good. remember? No. What?
1: No, I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. I'm being serious.
3: You didn't see the movie Labyrinth?
1: No. With David see- Bowie? N- no. Ever? I don't. I don't believe so.
3: You're canceled. I don't want anyone to be we, canceled. I get up and go? This should is I leave? homophobic. That was. I mean, this is anti. This is anti-gay, it's anti-woman, it's anti-goblin. Wow,
1: to not have seen the movie. How dare you? (laughs) Anti-goblin.
3: David Bowie was a goblin king in a uh, movie called Labyrinth. Jim Henson. The puppet guy. Puppet guy. Mm -hmm. He wore uh, very tight uh, cream color stirrup pants with no panties and uh, danced with goblins. All right. And um, Jennifer Connelly
1: sounds fascinating we
3: have said no, okay so i we have homework for you all right you're Great. you're very much i very much i've looked, already got
1: a to do it's like two seconds two minutes in
3: i very much look to you as like one of the smartest people i know and wow. now i'm now i'm questioning everything <laughs> you're
1: like, it's well, all unraveling so much for that if
3: if if all these giant fortune five con 500 companies had known that you had a dearth of labyrinth knowledge
1: yeah. I like i can't believe that guy ran a company wow
3: <laughs> you've run a lot of companies
1: several not a lot. So a few. Let's go with like a few. What's Three your dream
3: intro? I always do very weird intros. Oh God, I don't have dream intro. I, I hate
1: that. I like hate. I don't like the sh- a short the shortest one possible is my dream intro. How about this? The Here best white
3: guy I know.
1: <laughs> Look, perfect. That's amazing. A dream intro for me is someone who pronounces my last name correctly. Costello. Uh,
3: Costello. Correct. Which is by the way, why
1: why? Irish.
3: Interesting. How about
1: that? How about that for a curveball? How Irish. much Irish? Uh half.
3: Half. What's the other half?
1: Uh Italian.
3: So you have uh uh Irish ancestry, Italian ancestry. Yeah. That's a pretty powerful combination. It's a good
1: one. I think it's a pretty good one. It's a,
3: a, a perfect amount of trauma.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of hand waving, a lot of gesticulating. Yeah,
3: like insecure warrior. Yeah,
1: a lot of in, good good. That's a good actually really good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's exactly yeah. what it is. Insecure
1: so, warrior. Uh-huh. Good. That's what it is. Love that. That's my. That's actually my ideal intro. Here he is, insecure warrior, Dick Costello.
3: Dick Costello. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I really try to stay away from talking about politics per se. But, but I would like to tell you how to vote. People love hearing celebrities and comedians. <laughs> I didn't think that's where this lecturing go next, people how to vote. Uh, All right, no, tell me. but I do believe. I mean, this is a dream uh, episode. It's a dream to have you here to be able to ask you questions. I feel like so many people right now are just losing their minds, aging themselves, uh, uh, thinning their uh, heart valves, getting heart disease, uh, fighting with the... Uh, impact of twitter the supposed impact uh google just you're the, Everything, the you're whole deal. the king of all of this
1: all the social media stuff
3: yes yeah. and i'm going to say a couple things that might be wildly wrong
1: okay so here's Go my for it. B- brand sure
3: happy to be wrong
1: okay no okay. ego
3: involved but my gut <laughs> when I, when i look at twitter it's a it's 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 so it's so massive it's such a but i think a, a lot of people over um sort of don't understand that a lot of it is like an echo chamber of like self-righteous indignation and just this circle jerk of like i think of it as a mosh pit when you go to a concert you can watch from the back you can enjoy several different ways and or you can go into the front and jump into this yeah. area where everyone's just kind of fighting, and that's what you're signing up for. Right. And what I see, and maybe um, I'm seeing this through the lens of addiction, because that's, like, some experience I have with, you know, growing up in alcoholic home and having to learn about addiction. Uh, my brain, and I'm probably projecting, is just like, oh, these are people that are addicted to drama, addicted to adrenaline, because you can unfollow these people that are trolling. You can opt out of a lot of this drama. And Twitter, I think it's... It, uh, one of the biggest struggles I think we have as humans is knowing when uh, something has changed and being willing to evolve or change with it. So yes, Twitter started with like, just land in LA, here's my avocado toast. But now you go there to fight, you know, (laughs) right? That's what you're, you're, it's a fight club.
1: People go there for news and to argue with each other. Totally. Fair.
3: I love it for news. I love Twitter. I have a great time on there because I don't, I only follow sort of news sites and I don't get stuck in the weeds. Yeah.
1: The challenge is, you mentioned it's like going to a concert. The challenge is, it's like going to a concert, but everyone gets to go on stage and be the DJ for two seconds. <laughs> Everyone's the lead singer <laughs> yeah. for two You're seconds. Like, yeah, great. Now it's my turn. Like, wait a minute. No, I came to see this person over here. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to go up there now for a while.
3: I think the the most harmful thing I see uh, uh, in terms of like, impact, besides maybe someone who is the president, or I'm sorry, Besides maybe someone who is running for president getting more <laughs> free press than yeah. they should, it gets unfair a little bit because the biggest personalities are going to get the most free coverage. Sure. You know, that's how I mean, let's just start with that. Do you believe that political candidates should be able to be on Twitter?
1: I mean, but the, the thing you just mentioned that that is true is the people with the most followers get more followers because they've already got all these followers. So it feeds on itself people who have a lot of followers get people responding to them, which gets more engagement, which earns them more followers. So you just have this, like, feeding frenzy around the people who are already popular get more popular.
3: Do you think that's going to make people start to be, like, unnecessarily controversial or incendiary just to follow that model?
1: Yeah, it already happens. You'll see people who are, like... You get you you're you're rewarded too greatly. You're rewarded to too great an extent extent for punking somebody on Twitter. Totally. The problem is that the replies are just as um weighted it just as heavily as the original thought so you can write this very thoughtful thing and then someone can just punk you and don't or dunk on you and they get like you know it gets a hundred thousand likes and then that person's rewarded for it and with then you are on a flight so you didn't
3: even see it yeah and then you land and you're the like, way,
1: Dick. actual thing that happens yeah like what happened
3: yes exactly yeah, yes you know have it's... to if you're gonna yeah you have to be ready at all times to yeah. be defending yourself after. why does
1: this thing have seven thousand responses that's not that's probably not good.
3: In your time running Twitter and since um what have you learned about human nature that you didn't know before based on oh, the insights?
1: Um people uh the the things the things that are amazing that were amazing to me running Twitter were uh that people are so easily incensed about something that seems so, such an innocuous disagreement but they'll they'll f- they'll kill themselves in support of something that's like an insane thing they believe in right so they're thinking like wait a minute you were like arguing with me for hours about this crazy thing you believe in that should be you know mm-hmm. we we should delete this account you know it could be yeah. forget about like u.s politics let's talk about like pakistani politics or turkish politics or mm-hmm. something that people in the u.s don't have any emotion about right and, there were there were Turkish politicians that were like, I can't believe you haven't deleted this account. You know, we're gonna arrest you when you if you ever fly in Istanbul and land here, which is a bummer because I hadn't been there and I kind of wanted to go. It's a bummer. It's like, supposed yeah, to be nah, beautiful. I'm supposed to be beautiful. Now I'm gonna get arrested. And then you know, then something that's like this totally like innocuous thing they're like, uh, you know, uh, oh, why would anyone get up, you know, or 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 something that's like horrible, they're like, what, why would anyone get upset about that? I don't know what you're talking about. But it's one person is a how, dog with
3: a bone yeah, and dying
1: on a hill. It's weird how people will die on a hill for the stupidest, weirdest thing, and then not get upset about something that seems totally crazy. To in me, the same country.
3: And to me, I guess, maybe this is my point of view, what I come from and the lens through which I look at it, uh, it is odd to me that when we see the behavior of people on Twitter, we assume everyone is operating with the emotional tools we are operating with. We right. assume people are all the same age, education level. Yeah, they're uh, not. M- no, I mean, I see a lot of people. When I see that, when someone's like, "This person keeps, you know, uh, telling me to take that tweet down every single day," they harass me, and I'm like, "Sounds like that person either has borderline personality disorder or OCD and is like not well." Like, you know, maybe yeah. I'm too much, like hurt people, hurt people thing. But it's also there's no checking for mental illness or addiction because it's a very addictive platform. I see a yeah. lot of self righteous indignation addicts who the same way you're addicted to porn or addicted to you know cocaine or alcohol when you say
1: you you're referring to one in general
3: someone one who is on (laughs) twitter constantly obsessively following up who is like you need to take that west virginia sign down whitney in your podcast studio and they can't stop i go i don't think this is a choice this person is making like do you think there will ever be a 20 years 50 years from now do you think we'll ever look back and be like Remember when people could just be on Twitter as long as they wanted to all day? Or remember when people were just anyone over uh, at any age could have a tw- like? Are there going to be any sort of uh, like smoking or anything else that was addictive at some point? Yeah, this is sharing information. I totally
1: think that's going to be a there's going to be a generational generational backlash against. The way social media is consumed today, in like hours and hours and hours on YouTube and Instagram and what a, and Twitter, you know, pick your TikTok. There's gonna absolutely 100 be a generational backlash against that. Like, wow, that was crazy. People were on. Remember when we crazy- just
3: looked at photos yeah. of our friends at work for two hours?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, it seems obvious that there will be a backlash against that. And these some kids will be like, my mom is just on TikTok all day and you know, forgot to feed the dog and it died. So yeah, I'm or, never going to do that.
3: Yes. Or just like, you know, when you see these, you know, the, something that, you know, broke my heart. I've talked about it before, but about the girl who she was hired to be the editor of Teen Vogue, yeah. African-American girl. yeah, And she had tweeted when she was, you know, yeah, yeah, 16 yeah. or 17, yeah. something that was, you
1: know. Of course.
3: Of course, offensive. And
1: held against her eight years later. She
3: was fired. I mean, fi- like when you're... A teenager, I'm very open about this on the show. We've all done dumb things when we're teenagers. That's what being a teenager is. You say crazy stuff, of and course. then someone says you can't say that, and right. you learn in private. Now right. we're all growing up in public and learning in public. Right. Will there ever be a day where we're like, the same way you can't drink till you're 21 or drive without a license, will there ever be a day that it's like we're protecting kids from like making really stupid mistakes publicly on social media?
1: The next generation will be like, I'm not, that's crazy. Look what happened to my parents! I'm not going to do that.
3: It does seem like they're self censoring. Yes, like that they're kind of taking their own freedoms away. Right. As like an overcorrection. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> I I think that's a hundred percent going to going to continue to happen and more of it.
3: Because I I know um uh it was Morian surf, uh a neuroscientist he was telling me that like rehabs are now opening for phone addiction.
1: Of course. You know. Yeah, of course. I was at a restaurant. I mean, we've all seen this. There's a restaurant the other night and four people were out to dinner and like they didn't talk. I mean, it's like you see it all the time that all of them were on Instagram the whole time. It's like, why do it's weird. Why did they like what they come to meet for?
3: And Spank. then you look at a... I mean, a, I could be at dinner with you, and I'll be on your Instagram. And you're right in front of like, They're
1: DMing each other. It's hey, like when you see the fish.
3: parents at their kids' recitals, and they're just filming it the of whole time. You're like, just like, look it. You at, know,
1: they're right here. Imagine yeah. how
3: good that <laughs> looks. It Can happens
1: be. all the time, though. It's crazy. But
3: this obsession with documenting, this obsession with recording, it is addictive. By the way, you never
1: go back and look at it anyway.
3: Um. Did you ever feel like there were... um. It's so naturally addictive, but I remember someone that was uh, in the initial team of Facebook or something. I could definitely look up his name. He was very public about going like, "Oh, we would try to make this platform addictive."
1: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. They tr- we I are mean, Philip Morris. hundred. They hundred. That was that was a hundred. Like the more engagement you could get, the better. That was a thousand percent the Facebook growth teams. Motivation. I don't mm-hmm. think they even. I don't think they would disagree with that.
3: Because there are business models, we need to keep them on this platform as long as possible.
1: Well, they right? wanted like more engagement. Means more engagement is better. More mm-hmm. is better. I think that was always. I don't. I don't think they would have have any qualms about about that. That was always there. But
3: they intention. have like scientists that are going like, yeah, "This yeah, is yeah. how the brain this, works. Let's this.
1: test this. Let's test this versus this. What keeps them on?" What drives more engagement? More daily active usage and more hours a day and optimize for that. And it's more likes, more
3: colors, more rewards, more sounds. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's simple stuff like, you know, show the um, number of likes changing as it changes instead of like having to refresh to see the number change. And that will keep people on more because they'll want to see if the number of likes goes up in real time while they're staring at it. All that stuff works. Mm -hmm. I mean, works in the sense that it keeps people on more and keeps them on your platform longer. All those things all those psychological tools they work.
3: Right. It's it I I think of them kind of like as drug companies in a way, you know, it's kind of like it's it, it's there is it but I also don't think it's it's tricky. I don't think it is a private company's job to decide What is moral and who can and can't be? That's when it gets a little bit dicey for me. You get to start a business and decide what your business is. Yeah. You know? So. As much as I disagree with the guy who owned the cake store who wouldn't make a cake for yeah. the gay couple, uh-huh. first of all, why are you going to straight guy to make your cake? It's going to look <laughs> like shit. So, by the way, you, you dodged a bullet. Don't Just don't go there. You're The gay couple made a mistake yeah. in that. Bad cake. How did you not know a better, you know, pastry person? Um, and uh, they were newly gay. They just came out of the closet. They were still going to Ralph's for their cakes or something. I don't know what's happening, but... As much as I disagree with that, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the best way to get that person to go out of business or for justice to be served, I believe, is to boycott yeah. and then stop giving him your business. And yeah. then eventually, they the same thing with fur. No one stopped making fur because they ethically <laughs> believed it was—it just stopped selling. Yeah, it stopped and, you know, selling. It was, People it was, stopped it was, buying it. Karl Lagerfeld yeah. was like, but I love puppies. Like, he, you know what I mean? No one—so— it's tricky because when everyone, people are like, this person should be kicked off Twitter for saying this, this person should be kicked off Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't well, solve funny, the problem in the real world.
1: Fair, totally agree. The other issue is people will sometimes say to me, well, you know, what Twitter should do is just like say, you know, we're just going to use the First Amendment. And I always would tell these people, you realize that the First Amendment is just, first of all, the First Amendment is a United States Constitution rule that applies only to, you know, a, a public speech in the United States. Twitter is used like all over the world. Germany doesn't have the First Amendment. In Germany. Slow down.
3: Slow down.
1: (laughs) Back up. Back up. (sighs) Back up for a second. What?
3: There are other countries on this globe? Since when? Okay, the First Amendment only applies to Americans.
1: Yeah. Right. No, but people would say just use the First Amendment to decide what you can and can't put on Twitter. Well, in Turkey, it's illegal to refer to Ataturk, the founder of the country, as gay. And people would do that all the time on Twitter. And then we would, this was the cause of this, hey, when you land in Istanbul, Americans maybe we'll arrest would. you. Yeah, like, or whoever yeah. would. And then the Turks would say, you got to take this, you know, you have to take these down. But
3: it's illegal in their country. Yeah, so if you go there, yeah. you've committed a crime. Here you have it. Yeah,
1: but you have to, so you have to. Here the com- you're just being hilarious. The companies- <laughs> Here you're just being funny. Here
3: you're just, you're just d- making a pretty good
1: a- joke. <laughs> but you have to abide by the countries in which the platform operates or they go to the <laughs> office in that country and arrest those people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't just say like, well, people... Anyway, people have these simple solutions for these things. There are no, there are no like, why don't you just use the First Amendment? Well, because other countries don't have the First Amendment. They have their own speech laws.
3: I feel like, I feel like what is so frustrating to people about Twitter is the fact that even if Twitter were to go away... Or if you were to get everything you wanted in terms of deplatforming people, you would still find hatred and immaturity and negativity and criticism. It would just be somewhere else. And you're just... Uh, well, there
1: would be... There's an infinite amount of things you, you... Like, there's always another thing you would wish that you would be like, well... Also, if we're going to kick that person off, why aren't we kicking this person off? And if we're going to prevent that, why aren't we going to – I mean, there's always another – there's always another one. Mm-hmm. There's always the next one.
3: And what is it doing to us as humans? Is it infantilizing us? Is it giving us thin skin to go, like, I don't want to hear- see or hear this, so it needs to go away. It's like, what's going to happen when you go into work and have yeah. to work next to someone that you don't like? or gra- Like, it's – to me, it's just like – trying to create this environment where everyone's treated with kid gloves and it's like that's not how the world works and also i look at twitter as just another iteration of something that's already existed which is like our addiction to schadenfreude and um uh watching people get publicly shamed right. which we did it in right. roman colosseum we did it in the town square right. we've done it in many it's just now it's twitter
1: yeah people love to see you know the people who are, like, climbed to the top of the mountain, everyone loves to see that person get knocked off. They love it.
3: Yes, and I think yeah. it's a, It's very... I think that Twitter is a great reminder of what we are capable of as humans. And a remi- yeah. just because it's... If you take down something... If the person that said it and thought it still exists. Like, I think that there's a, <laughs> a struggle of like, this isn't like a video game where are like, boop, and then the person, I'm like, this person is sti- still exists. There's still people that hate me or don't think women should do comedy or think I'm a cunt or like, I have to accept that those people are out there, whether there's proof of it or not. They're out there. There are people
1: that don't think women you said there are people that don't think women should do comedy. Is Me. that a thing? You yeah. you specifically. I
3: would like to stop. So can we please all just you, do
1: you? <laughs> I, you would prefer it if you I personally didn't have to need do an comedy. excuse to quit.
3: And so I need it to just be canceled. I don't know. Can we stage a boycott or something? I need a day off. Um, but uh that is something because it does when I I very much look at Twitter, it's like like. Pavlov's, you know, dog experiment yeah. of just like, bing, bing, like yeah. I'm going to say more hateful stuff. And when you respond, and I think I always try to go like, what's the big human nature lesson? It's like, you know, on my uh, off time, I rehabilitate animals. And it's like, when there's bad behavior, uh, the best thing you can do is just ignore it. That's the way to really make it go away with an animal, right? Is that if the dog- Is pe- that
1: why when the dog jumped up on my lap, <laughs> you just left, you left the room? You left the room? <laughs> <laughs> That ex- that's that explains that.
3: Watching my <laughs> 120 pound dog. That is
1: 150 maybe. 120 is <laughs> early Yeah, we need two to get her back on keto. <laughs>
3: started moving up to you you're like, oh, so cute. And then it jumped on you and you're like, Jesus, like, what the fuck is this?
1: By the way, just for everyone, it's a Great Dane pit bull mix. Yes, it is giant. You yeah. are not a pussy. That is,
3: <laughs> it, I was shocked. I was shocked. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, he's got it. He's handled. He's ran Twitter. I think he's dealt with something yeah. way more vicious yeah. than that. Can I ask just um, this is something I just talked about in my special because I maybe this is just my point of view because the ship sailed for me in terms of like the privacy stuff. Yeah, I uh, and I worked with Gary Steingart to adapt the book Super Sad True Love Story, which is all Fant-
1: fantastic. By the way, big fan.
3: But the yeah. I'll, I'll give you the script.
1: Great. Um, Can't wait.
3: Yeah. So but, but he had done like a drama version to me. Let's do the comedy version. And Great. it's a dystopian satire about trying to fall in love in the future. Let's say 2050 when there's no privacy anymore. Like, can you truly fall in love with someone if the minute you meet them, you already know their blood pressure, you know, yeah. everything about their past, have seen all their naked photos, have seen their texts from <laughs> 10 years ago. Is it possible to fall in love with someone if you actually know who they are? No. <laughs> 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 because the whole conceit of love is you, you're you able to yeah. hide. Yeah,
1: you idealize the, this person. <laughs> and
3: you can hide things and hide things until they're stuck. And that's when you're like, hey, so can we talk about my four DUIs when I was in <laughs> Cincinnati?
1: <laughs> um, and so, you know. The problem is people think they want, people say they want that, but then... The convenience of not having it is amazing. So, mm-hmm. for example, you're coming in, I'm uh, flying back into the states today from Mexico, and you go through Global Entry. First of all, the line to get through immigration is like two hours long. Yeah. But Global Entry, it just looks at your face now and goes, "Please move forward." And then the guy goes, "You know, Dick Costello, and you walk forward, and you're like, "There's you no way that. he pronounced it right." He didn't. He <laughs> There's didn't. No, no way. There. No, that was a, that was a that was a dramatization. <laughs> but but the convenience of like. It's pretty good. It just looked at my face and I get to walk right through now. You're like, yeah, it's fine. And then, you know, poof, there's privacy is gone. I mean, the, your face is in some database and they know exactly who you are. And pretty soon it's minority report and you're walking through the subway station and it's like, oh, there's Dick. Let's show him this ad. <laughs>
3: Okay, let's get, let's, couple things. So the whole, that's one big concern people have. They're like, they're going to get my data and they're going to market ads to me. I am, I am going to take, I, every time I see an ad, it is something I want and it makes my life easier. (laughs)
1: And I'm like, those are, this shoe? No, it's <laughs> one of them. That was You should get the other one. I got that at the you know? Degas Museum. How dare one. you?
3: That's Rothys, their sponsor, okay. promo code Whitney. Um, <laughs> and I think they like every shoe you buy, like nine uh, people in Africa are fed or something. I don't know. Um, so I that doesn't bother me a ton because maybe because I kind of grew up in department stores. My mom worked at, you know, Bloomingdale's, Neiman Marcus. I was a perfume girl. I would someone walk you Yeah businesses have always been targeting ads to us. You would walk into a, you know, department store and someone would go, she looks stupid. And then they would go, <laughs> you know what I mean? She needs some makeup, come to the Mac counter. Like we've always been targeted by advertisers. I mean, it used to be Bed Bath & Beyond used to put a put coupon, every morning you'd wake up. and I grew up in DC. <laughs> You'd wake up and there were uh uh flyers for pizza places and in your house. They'd put it through the yeah, thing and it was in your living room. Yeah, 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 they yeah. were more intrusive. <laughs> People will come to your
1: home and chuck things, yeah, and chuck things through the door. Yeah. Of course. Put them in your mailbox, whatever. This isn't yeah. new. No, it's not new. You know, so Agreed. I think
3: that's not that it's good, but it's definitely not new. Yeah. You know? I I mean, look, I follow a lot of comedians. I have to watch a lot of comedians be like, hey, I'm gonna be in Tampa this weekend. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of annoying. People marketing stuff. I have to do it too. I have to target ads. I mean, I'm a comedian. I can't put coming to Orlando this week. I can't, No one's going to, you know, it's going to throw off my algorithm. I'm going to start getting <laughs> QAnon fans, whatever. So I have to target ads to just Orlando or yeah, whatever, right? Just it. the Trump rally or whoever. <laughs> so I think that's a little bit bratty when we're like, ads are being targeted
1: to me. No, but I'm saying people say they want they want more privacy, but they... um. In reality, they opt for the convenience when it's presented. When the option's presented to them, they opt for convenience.
3: I also think, challenge me, tell me I'm wrong, because I'm sure you have the actual data on this. Um, I know there's no such thing as gender now. Cool. But um, also, I do... Comedians, we generalize. I think there's a little bit of a difference between... My guy friends are the most terrified of the privacy stuff. Like, I've... of What do you mean? Of... um. being listened to being i oh, have a really? friend of mine All right. he has an alexa in his house okay won't even fucking talk around it
1: <laughs> <laughs> why, is, why is he even have that being held captive by, by a machine
3: path? he bought like you go to his house it's like what's up dude <laughs> right here. Let's let's go, let's go downstairs. And then I'm like, can't you turn her off? Then she'll know we turned her off. That's the worst thing. <laughs> then they know. That's when the other stuff turns on. <laughs> what? Like yeah. should we go like she yeah. goes like you know and um and then it's like he's got tape on his yeah. camera on his computer. It's just I I think maybe, <laughs> as it's a woman, like tape over the little camera, tape on his, over the camera, on his, everything. On his but laptop. I guess for me, as a woman, I'm a little bit like I want to be documented at all times. I want everyone <laughs> to know where I.
1: The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet.
3: If we're going to McDonald's, it's
1: always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's.
3: Now's the time to get two for 3 dollars Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. What I'm doing, because we get murdered. Oh, hello. Taking a break from me. Trying to keep my head above water while hmm. talking to someone smarter than me. <laughs> that doesn't happen often. <laughs> it's true. Um, I want to talk about ZocDoc. Uh, I mean, look. No one needs more doctors than Emily and Grace.
2: (laughs) Oh, God.
3: You're so right. (laughs) It is a free app that shows you doctors who are not only patient-reviewed, they take your insurance, and they're available when you need them. So, America. Mm -hmm. Fuck, yeah. If you need a doctor... I don't even know where you start. You don't. You, you just yeah. pray. go to a neighbor's house yeah. and yeah. see if they've got a tourniquet. Like, I don't even know yeah. what you do anymore if you need to make a doctor's appointment. You it's just like, like
0: call 911 and hope somebody finds yeah. you in time. <laughs> you just,
3: whatever your illness is, you just jump in front of a car <laughs> yeah. and
0: hope
2: someone yeah. calls and, and collect the insurance payment. Or you send a picture, you find someone that has a doctor, you send a picture yeah. of whatever you need checked out with your friend, and then they show their doctor, and then they yeah. try
1: to give you an answer. <laughs>
3: yeah. Enter ZocDoc. Yeah. Mm. So this is an absolute miracle. And I've seen it... I I've seen it in action. I've witnessed this um you know these kiddos when you guys need to go to the doctor you just make an appointment on your phones. Yeah, so easy. And it's, explain.
2: On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to get to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out or anything else. ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Whitney and download the ZocDoc app for free. I have it on my phone. That's how I make all my doctor's appointments. Then you start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. This
3: is very, um, just, it is crucial. Innovative and amazing and
2: it's so easy to use.
3: You go in and you don't, get there and then they go we don't take your insurance you know oh ahead yeah of time. Oh, oh, ahead of time. yeah
2: yep. yeah so easy z o c d o c dot com slash whitney zocdoc.com slash whitney you will thank us Yeet. now back to the show
1: so i when i was when i was running twitter i went to china to talk to some people over there and see if we could get china activated and it, it, see if we can get Twitter activated in China. Which LOL. Was a, which was a, yeah, LOL, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh And LOL to them, too. The Chinese, the government officials were like, lol. Literally, that's, lol.
3: That's literally yeah, like... Yeah,
1: that was literally like, lol. I would not love a, to hear that. I mean, happening. everyone can
3: just say whatever they want, whenever they yeah, want. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're like, uh, no.
3: China's like, uh, absolutely never. not. Also, would you like yeah. a bat roll?
1: Yeah, right. So there was, this, there was this professor over there whose passwords were all... The Chinese word for password, because he wanted the government to know that it was easy for them to hack into his stuff, because he had nothing to hide. So he made his passwords easy for the government to hack into, knowing that they wouldn't worry about him if his passwords were super easy to guess. And I was like, oh, it's like it's like we were just saying, like that's I just like want to be guy, observed at all times. That's, like, so a guy, that's like
3: a guy cheating me. Like, go through my phone. Go, <laughs> go,
1: go do ahead. it. No, go take ahead. It. Look, take it. And
3: if you do that, you're like, well, now I can't, because you're yeah, like you're yeah. calling my bluff. Well,
1: that was his move anyway. Hmm. Don't know what He's happened to him. now. <laughs> yeah. Don't, I was going to say, don't know where I haven't heard yes. from him since. Yeah. Uh, he heard, was a CRISPR baby. Yeah. I haven't um, heard from him since.
3: That is, that is fascinating. But, um, but so what, where, where do you, what are your precautions You on a daily basis? Like, are, is your phone in airplane mode when you're in a, a hotel? Do you no, bring your laptop no. into a hotel? The only
1: time, the only time, I don't, I don't stress about that stuff. The only time and you had to do it was, was when, um, was when I made this trip to China. The best part was they don't care that you know that they're watching you. The, to whoever. be clear,
3: we're talking about the Chinese government.
1: Yes, sorry. not Chinese people. Correct, we're talking about the Chinese government.
3: I will slam the Chinese government all day long.
1: So the Chinese I was, people was was over there. Different. I opened my hotel room door in the morning took it on to go down to breakfast meeting, and there's a like a half a cup. Literally a half a cup of left of warm Starbucks, like on the floor outside my hotel door, like the whoever was there, like making sure I didn't leave that night or watching or whatever. It was just like, I was going to like finish half of this and leave it here. And I was talking to a New York Times reporter who is in China, had been working in China. He's like, Yeah, they'll like break into places and just like bring their kids with them. And the kid will like scribble on the desk and they'll just like, Yeah, well, then at least they know we're watching them now. Yeah, they just didn't care.
3: That is a trip. Yeah. <clears throat> that is a trip. Um, I have so many questions, and I don't want to um, forget them, and you know my personality. Um, so first of all, real quick, can we, I normally start the podcast giving some context on how we know each other, just so that it's uh, clear to everyone so nothing's yeah. awkward. But there's... We
1: sat next to each other. For, do you remember how we met? We sat next to each other at a Vanity Fair dinner. Yeah.
3: And then we got to see each other a couple months ago at a wild thing, and I, I saw you, and I was like, oh, he's here. <laughs>
1: yeah that was fun yeah it was just like
3: such a weird it was a like a big event where at the last minute i realized i had to cut like four pages of epstein jokes (laughs) because princess beatrice was in the front row (laughs) because also let me let me so a lot of people you know say like surveillance like people i don't want someone watching me it's a lot of my guy friends mostly i am generalizing because you know and i'm with my guy from the moment like well don't do shady stuff like yeah. don't go on 8chan and don't like don't get child porn like if you have nothing to hide what but but it's also people are entitled to have a private life and private privacy you of know course. so so however it's like privacy is all well and good until someone shoots up a school and what if we had just gone into his dms and seen and maybe we could have prevented some you know so for me i'm like there's a little bit of we're so obsessed with people's privacy that a lot of people are doing like really messed up things that uh, look i'm not pro surveillance until there's someone that needs to be surveilled that could stop other harm where do we like draw the line how do you know and like you know i I am obviously uh already on this podcast will criticize China all day long for the way they dehumanize people and don't give them privacy but at the same time I'm like humans we've always had some kind of surveillance like it does kind of make us the best version of ourselves if we know we're being watched a little bit like I do believe that is why we invented Santa Claus like that is the only way to get kids to not be complete dickheads they like parents just had to be like someone's watching you and they're making a list of everything you're doing. And they were like, okay, shit. And they, you know, like humans left to their own devices are usually going to do shady stuff. Like, is there any benefit in a little bit of surveillance? Uh,
1: the problem is, and, you know, people always misunderstand how this works with these companies like Twitter and Facebook and Google and YouTube and everything. The problem is if you, if you give authorities unfettered, you know, they can go look at anything they want to look at and look at any of the messages they want to look at in order to like... Yeah. Prevent a crime. They'll eventually go look at stuff they're not supposed to be looking at for personal reasons. Because
3: that's their human nature. That's our human
1: nature. So you have to have some, you have to have, you know, um, Legal recourse to say, eh, that seems like a weird request. Like getting a we're warrant, not, yeah. Like you gotta yeah, give us, you, yeah, you have to have a warrant for that. We're not just gonna hand over the DMs of these accounts and Is that, show you that what's in Did
3: that happen when you're we're running Twitter? We're like, hey, we need. Yeah,
1: the, the the FBI or other agencies or other international groups would come to us and say, hey, we need to see the direct messages for this account, and we would say. All right, like, pre- shout, pre- present a, you know, I legal... I don't if his
3: terrorist is dumb enough to put his plan in DMs, I don't think he's going to pull you'd it be, off.
1: You'd be surprised. I don't think he can fly you'd a be, plane. You'd be surprised. Really? You'd be surprised. I mean, you know, when you'd get these legal requests that were valid legal requests, and there are tons of, like... Not valid legal requests, like a government thinking, hey, this person is, a you know, a, a, a protester in my country and I want to find out where they live and go get them. And, you know, we wouldn't fulfill those requests unless we had a valid legal order from a court uh, that we thought was, uh, you know— um, whatever, fulfilling the legal obligations of that country, then, you know, you have to you have to go turn those over. But lots of times would requests would come in, and I'm sure they still do, that we would not turn over just because it seemed like, mm, this seems like it's for political purposes or this person's got a personal vendetta against this account.
3: Hmm. What do you... That happens
1: all the time. Just like you yeah. said, it's people's personal nature. Like, mm, maybe I'll go find out, you know, what this, you know, girl I want to date is saying on, in direct messages. Just, you just... You know, you have to have legal. You have to have someone or an organization that's standing in between the request and and the fulfilling the request. That's making sure it's a legal request.
3: And so there's that was boring,
1: but no, you know. I'm
3: I'm just I'm I'm just trying to not ruin your eloquent answer <laughs> with a stupid fucking joke. You're such a wealth of information, and this is this couldn't be a more crucial you know time to have these conversations. Yeah. And I'm trying to just not be an idiot about it. Um, because also like as you're saying this, it makes me think about. People take being censored on Instagram or Twitter so personally, like they think it's such a personal vendetta. There's this like, you know, I mean, comedians, I make fun of them all the time. They're like, I've been shadow banned. Like someone at Twitter doesn't like me. It's just like, or someone at Instagram. Yeah. Like they, t- it's like, I don't yeah. think it. I
1: don't, that's not, it doesn't work that way, by the way. It's a bite All that-, that is, that stuff is i'm mean, people will go crazy when i say this that stuff is kind of nonsense there's like it's not that stuff generally there aren't people at these companies like
3: dude you have twenty thousand followers you know. <laughs> no one thinks you're changing the course <laughs> of history yeah, with your
1: people who come out and are like oh it's 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 not that's not happening that's not how those things work yes. there are people at these companies you're exactly right there are people these companies they're going like this person in you know wherever with eighteen thousand followers We have to make sure that, you know, their stuff isn't seen by as many people as... It just doesn't... It doesn't work that way.
3: But there are rules that private guys... Which is, I remember there's this... It's called the ta-ta top. And it is a... (gasps) It is a bikini. I don't know this rule. It's a big... Well, it's it's uh, it's a bikini that... Is boobs and has nipples, so you're wearing. It, it has look, nipples. If you look, on the bikini, but they're like um, airbrushed on. I get it. So it's like if you look real quick, it's just like kind of fun, you know.
1: Looks like you're naked.
3: Kind for a second. Hilarious. Hilarious, LOL. So funny. This is why I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> but uh, but yes, it's a bikini top. Whatever. So I posted in store, and the robot or whoever is culling yeah. through, right? The
1: robot. Yeah, the robot. The algorithm. But the algorithm. It was, like boobs. But algorithm's deleted.
3: different, right? Yeah. Algorithm is yeah. is the curated. Um, no, there are multiple profile. algorithms.
1: Al- there are multiple algorithms. One of the algorithms is used to go f- look through pictures and go, "Oh, this, this, and this nudity." Is a robot. Like,
3: this is a spider program. It's, it's a of...
1: it's a robot that that. Am I intimidating are...
3: you with my knowledge?
1: Was <laughs> well, pretty impressive. The spider program. Spider program. Pretty good. <laughs> okay, I think. Pretty you. impressive. Good good use. <laughs> um, when you repost something to Instagram or Twitter or any of these platforms, there. are it's code that whips through it, especially if it's a photo or a video. And like, is this, you know, content okay or not? Or is it nudity or is it whatever? Do we need to put something in front of it? Do we need to pre- prevent it from being posted, et cetera? That's one of the algorithms. And these the are other humans.
3: That's a robot. That's
1: a robot. That makes a first pass at like, hey, can't post that. It's nudity.
3: And I think people are, you know, it's interesting because people are like, robots are going to take over next. Year. It's like, they're so dumb right now. And if they don't know the difference between a naked woman and a woman in a ta-ta top, which that is, I remember because when I did this robot, um, built this robot for my last special and had to talk to all these robotics people forever and ever, which is really fun. They're (laughs) great at. They're hilarious. Yeah, they I love
1: talking to other humans.
3: I have decided the reason it is going to take so long for robots to be able to f- have any kind of human emotion or be able to have emotion on their faces cuz the robots are being built, built by, by robots people
1: don't ha- who don't have that.
3: But the the point that I'm making is oh, I was told uh yeah. by this amazing roboticist that robots will never be able to essentially be equate to humans or be trustworthy until they can tell the difference between a husky and a wolf.
1: <laughs> that was this person. Because, that was this person's... Has, that's what it boiled down to.
3: Because the point was, <laughs> they look the same to a robot, but a human can feel the difference. Do you know what I
1: mean? I think that's nonsense. That's insane. That's c- totally... That's like the craziest, most incorrect thing I've ever heard.
3: Maybe this guy didn't work there. <laughs> the roboticists, also, they wear that, Chick-fil-A uniforms,
1: right? Might have been the guy at the door. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're going to know. <laughs> when His You point see a was... husky over there? I know that's a husky <laughs> named Biff. Yeah, no, I don't think that's. I mean, like, I don't you think can that's tell that's a Good
3: wolves and huskies look. It's like for the auto drive.
1: No, I get what you're saying. It's just no. If insane... I just explain
3: it more, I feel like you'll agree with me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see where this is going. No, no, no. Let me tell you what he was trying to tell me. No, that's not I, when true. When he
3: told me that, I was like. That makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, that's totally wrong. See,
3: this isn't you know who has too much power—not robots, people that make robots. He was probably like, you know what, I just told Winnie Cummings.
1: <laughs> Dude, she's gonna yeah. like talk about yeah. that, and she's gonna look she's like gonna, such an idiot. She's gonna be like, no, then when they can tell between huskies and wolves. By anyway,
3: the no, it's like Winnie Cummings is coming in. We need to use um, dog metaphors to communicate with her. She's not gonna understand anything else. Just talk in huskies and retrievers. But. Just be in Instagram whenever something has happened. I had like a nude leak happen, and so that the guy didn't sell it, I just put it on Instagram. I knew it was what gonna, do
1: you mean? You had a nude, I had, a nude, had a nude photo. leak. Happen. Oh, look who's not googled no, me. No, I don't know what you mean by what I had a nude leak happen. I
3: had a, I was extorted by what? nude leak, just sounds like I pissed myself <laughs> in bed. <laughs> My nude body does leak sometimes. It's a bummer, um, but I had like a photo. That, it was a screen grab of a video that I had accidentally uploaded on the Instagram stories when I was high on edibles and making a Instagram. And it was uh, so I um, the a, a bunch of people tried to like extort me. Mm-hmm. If you give me this much money, I won't give this to a tabloid or the fappening or. all This those. was
1: one of the one of the uh, without naming names. I will say one of the funny things that would happen at Twitter was I'm sure it still happens this day is you'd get a call from a celebrity's publicist or Crisis VR team. Say, hey, uh, so-and-so's account has been hacked. You know, um, okay. Like, what's going on? Well, someone posted to the account from, like, a you know, someone took over the account and posted something that shouldn't have been posted. And, you know, you Mel go, Gibson posted something anti semitic <laughs> Must go, have been hacked. You go and investigate, like, literally every post ever has been sent from the same device. And like, oh, next day in the paper, like, oh so-and-so accidentally, you know, posted, but, you know, it's all this stuff. You're like, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. do think so there should be a breathalyzer get, attached whenever we would to the get phone. so-and-so's to be at, been like, it's 24 hours before that person's in the news for doing something they shouldn't have done. Uh, it was inevitable. Yeah,
3: no, I didn't work on Roseanne or anything. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I do uh, love the quote that uh, Mike Tyson said. He goes, the problem with social media is that too many people have been able to run their mouth and talk shit without getting punched in the face.
1: Yeah, I remember a um a business person whose father is particularly um well followed on Twitter whose who name said, you know, the problem is my dad has all these followers and he he, he mistakes that for thinking he's leading them somewhere. <laughs> and it's fair it's a fair it's a fair statement.
3: It is amazing how the human brain can make something feel so... important. It is It is why this God complex you get when you get yeah. a little bit of... A- and yeah. it makes me go, how little a- uh, affirmation and validation did you get as a child that these three yeah. people, you know, with yeah. their profile pictures and egg, it's still the egg. <laughs> and you're like, I have to tweet to my fans. And you're like, I mean... These people are
1: waiting for me to, make it, to say something about this.
3: That is... Yeah it i yeah. have to say something
1: yeah
3: i yeah. have to chime in and i but what i'm interested in is the impact it's had in you know socialization in real life like yeah. i find sometimes you're in a conversation and somebody's like well that show sucked and you're like all right <laughs> you can you have five people that are about to argue i think that's also part of why everyone's so mad at each other and like yeah. i'm not talking to my brother because he said this about this like we don't we sort of atrophied our muscle to be able to Say something, defend it, yeah. and maybe be wrong, yeah. and then have a conversation. I have a about
1: conversation it. about it. Instead, you can just lob in a grenade and then leave the room and go get a sandwich Ob- it Sucks.
3: You're like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? It's, it's true. Don't silence me. It's yeah. like, well, you made a bad I, point, I, but I you could have just said yeah. that. You know, yeah. it's yeah, interesting, yeah. and everyone, you know, I, I find that that people feel very empowered to weigh in on things that they know nothing about. Of course. Which is kind of feels new. I I mean, I
1: it's my point of like the concert earlier, like, Hey, I came to see this person. Yeah. But now the guy next to you is going to go up on stage for three seconds and DJ. I mean, who's that guy. I didn't come to see him.
3: When I was in college, I remember being like, God, I just don't know. All I said (laughs) was, I don't know. I i don't know. Should, yeah. Like, I didn't know anything. Yeah. But now it's yeah. this thing where everyone knows, <laughs> yeah. er, you know, everyone and
1: knows everything in it and has the right opinion about and it. And
3: once you put your opinion in yeah. writing. Yeah. You have to be able to go, you know what? I can give in new information. I can change my mind. And just because I put that on Twitter doesn't mean I can't change as a person and grow. Yeah. Like, that's what worries yeah, me yeah, is yeah. that you so much, like, crystallize the person you right. are on social course. media. And then you can't outgrow yeah, what too you much posted. Of it,
1: yeah, too much of it is weaponized against the person for anything they do in the future. It's, it's silly.
3: Well, it's wild because it was like three years ago you said this. I'm yeah. like, yeah, three years ago I was a completely different person. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't have Prozac yet.
3: Like, well, of course. <laughs> Like, of course I said 20 years ago, you did something dumb. Yeah. No shit. You think that was bad? You, did you see who I dated 20 years ago? Did you see who I thought I should marry 20 years ago?
1: Yeah. The, the holding people accountable to also the goalpost move on like what's of course it always does throughout history, the goalpost move. So something that was like, well, that wasn't as crazy 20 years ago as it seems now.
3: But so the key is not to be mad at what's inevitably happening and ride the horse you know in the direction it's going which is like now we have to adapt and we have to self-censor and we have to act accordingly like are there certain things you do in your life or don't do based on kind of what you know like i'm not gonna put that in writing i'm not gonna send that photo
1: i'm particularly bad at that which of course gets gotten me into trouble um i probably should be a lot better about that like one of the things that happens is you know, you can reply to someone on Twitter and then the reply gets pulled out as its own statement. And you're like, I mean, people judge that. And you're like, no, I was re- sarcastically responding to this other person. And yet it becomes its own thing. And then people judge you based on, well, you said this. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a reply to this other random thing this person said. And we were five, you know, paragraphs into a conversation. So all that stuff is um, annoying. And you really, you really, really, really have to, you know, you really would have to watch every single thing you said.
3: I want to backtrack on what I said about the privacy stuff because I do believe when it comes to, like, medical information... Yes. Like, this is... You know, I was reading about how if your mouse, like, older people, if their mouse starts to be shaky, uh, their insurance provider will, like, get a heads up that they might be no. pre-Alzheimer's. I
1: think that's... I think... Uh, the wolf told me that. and the husky, told you that? The husky corroborated the guy with, it. The guy. The guy, the artificial intelligence robot friend?
3: Look, Alex Jones is very smart if you just give him a chance. Okay, taking a break. It's that time. It's time to talk about why you haven't gotten your shit together yet. Why? I mean, are there still people out there that have not subscribed to Ritual? The people that without their shit together. That's true. I mean, it is... If you like, it's kind of, it's interesting because I look back at like all the things that I procrastinated about and I'm like, I wish I had just flossed Mm -hmm. in my 20s. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be going to dentist appointments all the time. I wouldn't have cavities in between my teeth. I would. Oh, yeah. You really are an overachiever. Oh, yeah. No, that's the whole thing is that if you you can't, between your teeth, which means they have to scoop out both like it's an it's a nightmare and i'm like i wish i had just done that i would just take care of your body and your brain same with it like ritual delayed release capsule designed to help reach the colon not the stomach those Mm -hmm. are two different things Mm -hmm. it's an ideal place for probiotics to survive and grow and this is their new probiotic in addition to their amazing ritual vitamins vitamins. which you've
2: been taking since before the podcast dude
3: if i had been taking probiotics this whole time Mm -hmm. uh, my i used to be I mean, I remember my first job uh, when I was a writer on Last Call of Carson Daly. I would lie in the bathroom Mm -hmm. on the floor in fetal position, like during lunch breaks, during breaks, because I just that's how bad my stomach hurt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, because I just didn't know. It's designed with moisture controlled bottle technology to protect probiotic strains. So there's no need to refrigerate. And Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no shame in your gut game. That's why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit Ritual.com slash Whitney to start your ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. This is essential. Don't be silly. Speaking of something else that is essential. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Therapy. Oh, yeah. Everyone should be required to be in therapy at least once a week.
3: Well, I used to not agree Mm -hmm. because – it's. I, I think it's irresponsible to tell people to go get therapy when it's $300. That's and so you, true. Because it means you have to have a car. Right. You have to, you have to, totally. like, yeah, be able to, like, pay the BetterHelp yeah. has made it so that therapy is
0: actually accessible. There's no excuse anymore. Yeah. Like, it used to be that just finding a therapist was like a mm-hmm. three month project, you had to take time off work yeah. to, like, complete it. With BetterHelp now, there's plenty of
2: ways to support a healthy brain. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, except us. What about, y'all
3: have been, you had a therapy appointment recently. Any good uh, insights? Like, too many, actually. Good. Yeah. That's great. Good Good epiphanies?
0: Good, good epiphanies. Um, good epiphanies, mostly about uh, realizing that I have so much work to do, and I only just realized I have so much work to do, and I have to be nicer to myself about the fact that I have so much work to do.
3: Well, like on yourself.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, A lot to unpack.
3: I thought you were oh. fully cooked and great.
2: No, okay. unfortunately, no. But
0: the Don't thing about tell
3: their- her, that. I'm sorry.
2: Therapy is a slow burn. You don't yeah. realize it really it's working. Is. For me,
3: a lot of times, just saying something out loud to someone that has no, knows nothing about you. Third-party objective, oh, Is yeah. it going to tell mm-hmm. anyone else? Just to be able to right. say it without being accountable for it with your friend group all the time right? Yeah. is yeah. really
0: helpful. You can be matched with a BetterHelp therapist in under 48 hours. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash whitney. That's a better h-e-l-p dot com slash whitney. Back to
2: the show.
1: Here's the thing, and people who choose to not believe this will not believe it. But having run one of these companies, I can tell you most of that stuff is nonsense. It's just not true. It's just not true. There's not like it's watching your mouse to see how you move the mouse and alerting like you know the the pharma companies about you. That so stuff is this is, is this
3: kind of propagated by companies that are sort of hucksters that need are trying to sell a solution to, and so they need that to be a problem, i.e. like
1: probably or just like there's another crazy conspiracy theory. And look, I get it. There are st- all sorts of weird advertising coincidences where you're like, whoa, wait a minute, I just said ugh, and now you know, and now. But if you an- buy
3: cigarette, like I mean, I know
1: I, there look- are. Thing, some of that stuff is happens. my
3: insurance going to go up if I'm buying cigarettes every day. Uh,
1: uh, now you're getting into weird, now but, you're getting into weird. But here's what's Now I don't know.
3: I have a solution. <laughs> I I got your solution for you because everyone's like, if I talk, if I go like Alexa, order me cigarettes or Alexa, like stuff, so you just have to throw them all. You just every now and then, like to, to balance it all out, you have to be like, hey, Alexa, is it possible to eat too much kale? <laughs> Like, I can't, uh, you just have to say some shit you don't mean. You have to Google yeah. stuff you don't mean. Every now and then you have to be like, uh, how do I donate to St. Jude's Hospital? Like, you just have to Google some shit just, you have no intention just of to doing. clean up your algorithm. Yeah.
1: How do I donate again to St. Jude's what? Hospital? Now what? 20
3: years from now, I'm in a custody battle, and they're looking through my shit, and I look like a hero. You just, and pay for your drugs in cash. It's not that hard to just All get right, it, you yeah, know what I mean? Just get ahead of it. And then you get have a s- separate porn computer, yeah. you know what I mean, in your uh, ex's name. <laughs> That's what, to me, I can't believe more people don't like, I'm like, if you thought that was true, if you were like, okay, this person's insurance isn't gone, and then go to every asshole's house you know and just fuck with their yeah, yeah, mouse, mess, and mess I would just go mess. to their yeah. computer yeah. and just be like, child pornography, yeah. can't, where do I buy it now? Need it, need it. Like, just... <laughs> I, I I do yeah. though sometimes go like, okay, if I'm in a custody battle in 20 years, are they gonna look at my Amazon purchases? Because they're gonna be like, that is so much. So bronzer. you have random
1: Amazon searches that have no intention of buying, just to make yourself look like a better person.
3: I mean, Camille Vasquez from the representative Johnny Depp could probably look at the amount of bronzer I order and be like, this bitch went in blackface. That is too much bronzer. So like, there is. A, I'm sure. If, you know, the idea of, like, if everything I'm doing is done, I do, I I move through my digital life as if everything one day will be looked at. I mean, yeah. I just am like, that just makes me not have a pit in my stomach.
1: Yeah. It, here's the problem. It's not the problem. It's just the reality. S- some things that happen are, hey, you were being tracked. Like, you were in Italy, and you did a search on Google for this thing. Yeah, Google knows you searched from Italy, and you searched for this thing in Italy, and now you're going to see ads for this, like, Whatever, Italian Helpful. sweaters. Helpful. So, looking so, for one. I'm chilly. So, but then people extrapolate that to, aha, it's following. Well, no, it's not like watching your mouth. We're not, nothing's watching you how shaky you are with your mouth and sending that on to pharma companies or anything. That stuff just doesn't happen. Most of that stuff is just not, that's just not true. What you're doing, what you're looking for and where you're looking for it from. Yeah, that stuff is tracked.
3: And then- uh, because my therapist refuses to use insurance uh, maybe it's cuz my reports that's
1: a good, that's a good sign <laughs> my reports are so
3: upsetting that she cuz she'll say she's like you don't want this you don't want this in writing <laughs> i now realize how insulting this is i'm now just putting together yeah
1: it's not probably not good no one else has no. had this experience no.
3: she's like we should probably just not go through insurance i was like she's protecting me from future drama with my privacy because she's like you don't like if insurance companies have this if I put this in writing and you say I want to kill myself or don't I don't I love my life I want to be alive forever um but uh like I wonder like if it's if you can the way that I mean just watching that Johnny Depp Amber her trial just watching them use these like recordings against each other like all just sort of like ring camera footage from the yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're just like, oh, my yeah, God. I, that's fair.
1: There's more that. I'm there is the more of that stuff. Choices, yeah. i making the bad choices,
3: because I do believe humans should have the freedom to make bad choices. You know what I'm saying? Humans are always going to do shit like that, and do we all want to pretend that we don't always do stuff that... I don't know how to put
1: Here, this. You know what the, I used to... We judge everybody else by their behavior, but we judge ourselves by our intentions, right? We're like, well, I didn't mean to do that. You're like, yeah, but you did it. It's the same thing you're judging that person for. Yeah, but I meant to do. But I, he made me do it. My intention was to do blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Intention so that and impact. So all the time. The ring
3: cameras yeah. don't catch intention.
1: <laughs> no, they didn't. You no, know, they, they do not. They catch
3: impact. So yeah. there's things like that where you're yeah. just like, okay, this thing I put in my house to uh, you know, be a security camera is now the very thing that's gonna bury me in 10 years. That may just mean, maybe it's the opposite. We're going, this is the end of society. I'm like, this might be the beginning. People actually might be good people now because there's cameras everywhere. It's possible. It's like
1: I'm, an ad for the Chinese government. I know. Oh, this is gonna be better for all of you. I You're gonna know love, what I you mean. love cameras everywhere.
3: <laughs> I'm usually the cynical person who's always like, you know, but I'm, this has to be a step in, it just has to be. Like, I just, I don't know, I big picture like to go, like, okay, when trains first, you know, were invented, people were terrified they were gonna be electrocuted and all this crazy shit. How do, Where you... do you get this stuff? The, the internet ever that, heard of it? That
1: was, that was what people worried about. Look, when trains were invented, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be electrocuted. Electrocuted by a steam. Locomotive. My blood. Okay,
3: look. Let's just go look something up. Just you wait. Because everything on the internet is true and factual. Oh I will God. go to, if you don't think I will not go to DuckDuckGo right now, I will. Okay? <laughs> I am right now on a little search engine called Google. And if it's wrong, that seems like it's your fault. In what capacity did you work with Google? Fear.
1: Of electrocution on early trains. (laughs) The
3: railway seemed to cause anxiety and concern about madness because of the noise and unpredictable nature of the railways. There were also beliefs within the medical profession that the vibrations of the railway carriage could have disastrous effects on people's nerves. Why did people fear trains? The phobia of train tracks generally hinges on two main concerns, the fear of accident. That's a different thing. That's phobia.
1: (laughs) But when a new wow, thing, yes, you like have researched that. Oh, I'm obsessed with
3: how everything we're dealing with now has always existed; yeah. it just looked different. Yeah,
1: yeah, fair. You
3: know, maybe okay. that's my terror management theory, and how I'm able to sleep at night, or maybe it's the Prozac. I should go down, take a less less uh, milligrams. But it is. I get fascinated by. We always think the new thing. Yeah. The new ostensible progress is is different
1: and crazy and bad, but
3: it's really more just a reflection. We're looking in the mirror. Right. So, and then when elevators were invented, people were worried it was going to give them cancer and they were going to catch on fire and stuff like that. You know, so I, I, this is true. Should we just name, rename this podcast? I swear. This is true. (laughs) Even though you're so much smarter than me. I swear. (laughs) This is true. When you were like running like search browsers, I was using them. So I, we could argue that I know more.
1: (laughs) You were typing in future good deeds <laughs> in search browsers.
3: Whitney Cummings nudes, trying to get my Pornhub search up. I was on Pornhub <laughs> trying to trend my photo. I was trending on Pornhub.
1: But um so the point is all the these things have been is, with us for a while.
3: I just feel like maybe I'm just being like you know, naive and hard-headed, but I just think that it's not about the technology. It's about what we choose to do with it. Of and it's us. It's us. The common denominator in all these things that of we're course. mad at is us. Of course. And these are just um, things that accentuate what's in... It's like having a couple drinks. It's yeah. like Twitter, you find out who you are. It's like the real you comes out when you've been on Twitter for 20... Whatever it is. And I think that it's like wherever you go, there you are. And we keep trying to go from platform to platform, trying yeah. to find... A safe place. It's like, you yeah. know, it's we're going to go to Clubhouse and then we're going go yeah, to go no, to you know, Twitter spaces. And then it's, it's hard like, to, it's toxic. Yeah. It's like,
1: it's hard to hold these companies accountable to human behavior and human nature. I mean, there are things that the companies do that, you know, you can, oh, they should have done this or they should have done that. But it's hard to hold the co- these companies, all of them accountable to just human nature. You know, people are going to, if people can snipe at each other without any negative consequences and just come in and like, you know, dunk on you and leave and run away, they're going to do it. And that's what they happens. did it on the
3: playground, they did it yeah. in high school, they yeah. did it in college, yeah, so going to yeah, yeah. do, you know? And yeah. so, to me, it's like animal behavior. It's like, okay, if the inherent nature of, like, wild horses are violent, yeah. right? When they're, what, well, <laughs> and they are... <laughs> Welcome to the show, Dick. Did you? Wow.
1: Did you know, wow. Are they all violent? I don't think that's true. I've horses. seen lots of wild horses that are just coming. Kind of well, no, Those probably
3: were wild. <laughs> wild horses are violent. They fight. They.
1: All right. I believe What's you. Like? Don't, you don't have to look it up right now. What's it like to talk you?
3: to someone who's so much smarter than you? Is it weird? It must be weird. Uh, weird. Um, no, but you can say okay. There's these 10 wild horse they keep fighting. Well, we need to put better fence, we need to put a better fence up. Yeah. And then they break down the fence, and you're like, well, why did not you guys build a stronger fence? And you're like, okay, look at my-. And you're never gonna get yeah, that. Yeah. As soon as that fence breaks, it's gonna happen. So yeah. that to me is what tw- what what all these
1: It's not just Twitter, it's all these. All things. of them. Yeah. They're trying you to too, Well, if better- we just make yeah. this rule, everyone's yeah. gonna
3: play nice. <laughs> of course. It's not gonna happen. That's
1: the problem with the people think that's that's where I'm trying to get at. It doesn't mean that these companies shouldn't do anything. It doesn't mean I'm not saying it abdicates responsibility for the thing. Obviously, they should try to do the right thing and and point things in the right direction. You just—it's just the case that there's no simple. Everyone. Everyone's got a, well, if Twitter or if Instagram or if they just did this, everything would be fine. Yeah. It's never, it's never that there are 19 exceptions to every one of those simple rules you come up with. Yes. So it's just not, it's just not that easy. Doesn't mean these companies shouldn't do anything and they do and they work hard at it. It's just not as easy as, as everyone thinks it is.
3: Yeah. It just, it feels to me like just, okay, then we're going to, it's whack a mole. Yeah. You know?
1: You, I'll give you an, an example. Like when ISIS posted these videos of like, let, you know, igno- lighting a journalist on fire in the cage and, Burning him alive, mm-hmm. and they posted these videos to Twitter. And we we're like, all right, we got to take down all the ISIS videos of the journalists being burned alive. That's crazy. Well, in the New York Post, their their tweet is the cover of the next day's New York Post is the guy in the cage being burned alive. And the general counsel comes to me and goes, okay, well now what? We told everyone to delete all the suspend all the accounts that post the ISIS the ISIS burning the journalists alive. But now the New York Post just tweeted the photo of him. But they're like, trashy like, tabloid. Well, and- no, well, I was like, okay, well. Shoot, that's like a. Now they're doing it for news purposes. Like we're not going to suspend the New York Post, and you know this might like came to me, and I was like, "All right, well we can't suspend the New York so Post." So is
3: they post, I'm sorry. So it ends up being posted anyway. It just ends.
1: It ends up being like, okay, well we had this thing that we saw, like couldn't have had a simpler rule: mm-hmm. no photos of the guy being burned alive. Suspend all the accounts. Seems like an obvious decision. Yeah. And then it turns out like two hours later, you're like, eh, not so obvious anymore. Here's one that's a U.S. newspaper that's posting it, and. I guess we should leave it up. And now you're like, okay, now what we're going to do, we got to go decide about everyone else who posts it, whether we should leave it up or not. Are they an ISIS <laughs> account or are they just like some, uh, you know, news newspaper around the world posting it? It's just nothing's ever as easy as, well, just do that. And it you apply that to everything. It just doesn't work that way.
3: And then so as a life lesson, uh, gleaning wisdom. We just... should always
1: take life lessons away from all these things. <laughs> A wild horse, what have we learned so far? A wild horses are violent. They're very violent. B we will know there's true artificial intelligence when it can distinguish between a wolf and a what? A, a, a husky. husky.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right. Can I I, I here's here's Let's continue. You know that can be- I define comedians as people who say things that aren't true and then prove it. So I will wear you down on this. So a wolf and a husky the point is humans have a gut instinct yeah. that 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 robots don't have right <laughs> robots are just working on a point system right i'm not okay
1: I, your brain is also working on a point system that's giving you the gut the gut instinct yeah, is 5. a point 2 system yeah 5.2 milligrams
3: of Prozac <laughs> but if if you're dri- if you're dri- doing i don't do auto drive do you do auto drive in the tesla
1: uh, no i don't i don't
3: try don't trust that i love you lex freeman love you very much but i'm not i'm not using it yet cuz i don't think that i'm not i can anthropomorphize a um uh uh like any robot, which it's yeah. it's weird, like yeah. uh a Roomba. I, yeah. I feel <laughs> like, oh, when a Roomba gets stuck under the couch, <laughs> I'm like, buddy, like I that is yeah, my feel fear. feel bad for it. My fear is not the robots are gonna hurt us, it's that we are gonna get emotionally invested in them of and course. kill each other because we're protecting them as if they're like Of course.
1: That's totally gonna happen. It's like a pet.
3: Because we've anthropomorphized them, yeah, which is right. ooh, interesting question. Do you think that robots should have human faces?
1: I mean, they're going to. It doesn't matter whether they think they should or not, they're totally going to have human faces. I mean, of course they are. What are you looking for? Because isn't like there like, no,
3: I'm just, because you know everything. In my brain, it's still up for debate. And you're like, I, I mean, know. I mean, it can
1: be, it doesn't matter if it's up for debate. They're going to. You mean, like even if people, it's like when people say, well, we have to have ethical AI to make sure the robots don't do this. I'm like, well, North Korea is not going to do that. So then they're just going to have robots that are smarter than ours and kill ours.
3: So, we all kind of just have to do what the worst person is doing. Is that kind of how business works? You just have to do what the cartoon villain is doing so that you don't die. Is that kind of because I'm also thinking
1: that's not precisely the takeaway I was getting at, but you know, I think it ends up being the conclusion that some people come to.
3: Because also, you know, who can't tell the difference between Huskies and Wolves is North Koreans when they're eating them. So the point, (laughs) I am not, I have no, I will say that. Loop that, please take that out of context. But but robot, because the idea of, are we more or less likely to anthropomorphize a robot if they have a human face? or of not. Course. You yes. know? Of course, yes, of course. robots will probably just figure it out, and if they don't have a human face, they'll be like, I should probably Mr. Potato Head this shit, and like, I'm put probably, one
1: on. yeah. Yeah, they're gonna put one on. I know how to make sure and I don't I, get I, thrown out. I'm like, gonna make sure I don't get turned off. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna make this bitch fall in love with me. <laughs> um, but uh, the robots, we, uh, where was I going with that? Do you, if I was a robot, <laughs> I would remember. Neuralink, are you gonna do it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> which i mean like what are you specifically like, getting if at? we get a little chip no. in our
3: lifetime where i we can read each other's thoughts
1: no that sounds horrible agree yeah agree it's, no i'm like a no. do you want
3: us to read your thoughts
1: no i don't, I don't want, think you I don't, want this product i don't to exist. want that for myself or anyone
3: that's that's where i'm really like no humans are designed to think horrible things and then go you're not allowed to think that you're not allowed to think that do this <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's what humans are. Just a compilation of a bunch of horrible thoughts, and then you go, you're not allowed to do any of those. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Every guy's
3: Neuralink would just be butts, 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 but. Like you can't. Your first couple of reactions to something is your programming, your imprinting, your fear reactions. Yeah, agreed. Just really quick, since you, by the way, also Dick did improv and a little stand way up, right? When. Yeah. Yep. And so I think of you kind of like as a comedian in a weird way. And then yeah. I meet you, and then I'm like, it's like runs Twitter, Jesus. And, um, but uh, I would love to know how improv like sort of prepared you for all of these like incredibly high powered jobs. Cause I think everyone should at least once or twice like just try to do stand up, try to do 100%. improv.
1: 100% totally agree.
3: Just as yeah. an exercise in fear and. Yeah.
1: Um, One of the great things about it, as you, I'm sure, sure you know, is this that's so weird is like, God, this was worked so well last night and now it's like crickets it's weird it also teaches you oh this i'm not like necessarily the you know everything i do doesn't turn to gold like you learn like oh this thing that worked in one environment and i'm doing the exact same way to kind of the same size crowd in the same kind of theater is now like zero it's a weird experience it's a weird thing to experience that and go what happened?
3: You can't go on autopilot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like any. It's like it's, right. like it's like it's yes. like anything. It's like when you're you know dating someone that you know a new person and you like hook up and you're like oh now I know exactly what makes your ex have an orgasm like you just <laughs> like what that okay that I know everything I need to know about your ex but you can't just go into the same thing that you did last. Yeah. you have to unfortunately be present and. Every new, yeah. whether employee or person, you <laughs> have yeah. to go, okay, I'm starting from scratch. I can't just go into my yeah. shtick. I also think doing stand-up and improv is a great way to learn that no one's getting away with anything.
1: Yeah, and, and to, to pay attention. You just said it earlier. You have to pay attention.
3: It's such. It was yeah. a lesson I needed to <clears throat> yep. really... You know, I think everyone should learn. And um, I also think that there are so many jobs now that require some iteration of public speaking. Yeah. And people, we yeah. got to quit with this shit yeah. because there's too many super qualified people for politics and stuff who, because they're bad at public speaking or yeah. they don't have that sociopathic right. charm, <laughs> right. are never going right. to do. It's a nightmare, right. you know? So right. it's like we got to get <laughs> aspiring politicians in to uh, UCB. That's my platform. This is my platform. We need to get Marion Williamson to do the into the last factory.
1: <laughs>
3: we need to get uh, Buttigieg into Rooster T Feathers up in Sacramento. Um, so in terms of people knowing thoughts.
1: You don't want to have, you don't want to see anyone else's, what anyone else is thinking, like, in real time. It's so stupid. And so... <laughs> It is it's stupid. It's a horrible idea. Like, it's miserable. I don't want to see what I'm, like, I don't want to see a readout of what I'm thinking in real time. Like, we like, don't. Why did I think about that while we were having this discussion? That was weird.
3: That, the only, pro like, I don't like technology that solves problems that no one has. Yeah. The only person's problem that's solving is a girlfriend who's like, what are you thinking about? <laughs> Do we really want to cater to her? No, we don't. Is that the Absolutely person not. we're building technology for? No. When you're making a big decision, um, you know, just hearing you talk and just the amount of pressure and stress. Yeah. Ultimately, when like the rubber hits the road and the decision has to be made, what percentage is your gut instinct? What percentage is based on some data you heard or read? And what I'm just making the rational decision based on this data and what percentage is. <clears throat> asking people that you trust or, and then making a- It's a
1: great question. I got, I was, I'm I'm probably maybe over-indexed for gut instinct. So when I first started out as CEO, I would make decisions rapidly and on gut instinct. And I got better at uh, maybe get some feedback from some people who, you know, aren't the CEO of the company and have a different perspective on like how this is going to affect everybody and blah. So I got better at, "Mm, let me check, let me just go check out my- before I go tell everyone what I think, let's get let's gather some feedback. I got better at that over time. I'm probably over-indexed toward gut instinct.
3: And how as like a leader and what's changing in uh you know, this, you know, listening to yo, I mean, I think we're kind of in a place where you're going, like, okay, you know, my 25-year-old assistant probably knows more about some shit than I do. Yeah. And of I course. know a lot more about shit some shit than she does. Of course. You know? Yeah. And I do believe that this, you know, ever this younger generation, the inmates are running this. They know a lot of shit we don't know. We know a lot of shit, but I believe, like any animal species, which we are, the younger is always testing the older. Of course. And sometimes it's our job to go, no, bitch, shut up, you're wrong, you don't know what you're talking about you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. And they'll scream and cry, and now they can tweet, so that's, you know, a little bit more of a, a backlash than just someone being mad at you or grumpy, but, you know, I think that, like, a lot of times, you know, animal training is, you know, sort of more my empirical experience, but a lot of times you have to go, you have to be ostensibly sort of bitchy in order to save the Animal's life down the line, so I'm going to use this electric shock collar twice, yeah. so that you don't run into traffic next week.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah,
3: we, how? Uh, how? I always
1: when... used to tell people inside the company, you know, like assume that your coworkers have the best intentions of the company in mind mm. when they're doing something. I love You that. may not know, you know, you're in engineering, you know, I may not know these people in sales, so you're like, why do those people do, blah blah blah? They just want to make more. Like, assume that your coworkers are trying to do the best thing for the company, like you are. And maybe the thing doesn't work out or it does work out, but assume they're trying to do, assume the best intentions. Don't ask questions that assume your colleague or me or another member of the team is like, Trying to screw you or trying to be a bad person. You
3: mean this person doesn't spend their entire day trying to sabotage me? You know, me? you
1: can like ask a tough question, but it has to come from an assumption of we're all trying to do the best thing for the company.
3: It is that I'm a piece of shit in the center of the universe. <laughs> it's like everyone is trying to fuck me over. It's like no, everyone's just trying to do their job, and I think yeah. I think that maybe because we've been online so much, we sometimes are like. We're a little bit uh, atrophied in terms of when people are direct. It's like that. Yeah. Pro- I mean, I'm seeing people losing their jobs, and yeah. you know, the t a lot of people you know shouldn't be around other people and have power in my business. Great, but there's a lot of people that just their demeanor is very direct and clear. Yeah, and people are like, well, he's being mean to me, and you're yeah. like, whoa! Yeah. If directness is now yeah, uh, I totally with-
1: totally agree with you there. Like you, if sometimes that sometimes it became sometimes tough questions in other companies or in other with other leaders became, you know what, we're just not going to tolerate that anymore. This is what we're doing. If you don't like it, leave like, Hey, you want to, you want people to ask tough questions because if things are messed up, and you know you've got a distorted perspective as the leader you want to find out about that as quickly as possible that like hey everyone thinks this is crazy and messed up and you know you want to know about that so i always wanted to hear that i just wanted people to like hey assume that we're all trying to do the right thing go ahead and ask tough questions but don't ask it from an assumption of i'm trying to be a jerk or i'm trying to screw you being defensive yeah. or something yeah, yeah.
3: that is a that is a such a great piece of advice cuz i do think a lot of us operate as if we're like at war all the time cuz we kind of are in a lot of ways but i think that like the default of like of, uh, uh moving through life the default is everyone is on your side yeah. until proven otherwise yeah. have you ever had to like like there's a little bit of this like workplace like cash vibe that i'm i'm open to all these like new like ways working from home maybe you can get more done because you're not commuting and you're not whatever no. i'm sure there's like way more optimal ways to i'm heal. not a
1: big working from home person i don't i don't think it's like ideal you have to be like you have to st- see people that you're working with and you'll there's stuff that's exchanged and just casual conversation in the hallway mm-hmm. and around desks and stuff that you learn that you just don't get drinking a glass of chardonnay and in, in your pajamas sitting the in break the break room laptop. and uh yeah wherever. who
3: you run into in the bathroom yeah or whatever
1: or just like conversing at your desk or someone pops by and asks a question like that you're not available for if you're just sitting at home on your laptop. Yeah, and it's,
3: yeah, those Zoom meetings, I know they serve their purpose at a time when we need them, but I cannot look at someone in front of a fucking p- fake palm tree anymore. Like, I can't, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's psychotic. Yeah. It's psychotic. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not going to trust you with this project <laughs> if it's you can't like, figure out a ring light. Like, why <laughs> does this look like the Blair Rich Project? Like, you've had two years to figure it out. Like, I can't. have had two
1: years to figure out your lighting? I can't and trust yet, you. And yet, here we are in this room filled with there's I mean a sweatshirt over there that <laughs> hasn't been worn in a while. Okay, well that's my was. merch.
3: That's my merch. So 60 <laughs> bucks and it can be yours. Um okay, I'm not gonna keep you too much longer, but I um I always ask on, on podcasts uh red flags and um the wisdom of of someone like you. Red flags and people. We spend a lot of time. I mean, you seem like you're so clear and you have such an incredible gut, but like I think a lot of us, you know, sometimes hire the wrong people, yeah. work at the wrong job, because we uh, date the wrong people, marry the wrong because we just miss little red flags. And I, mine are everywhere from wears heels to the airport to- has a man bun to, you
1: know, what? Man bun is bad.
3: I just, bad. That's so a bad one. I'm just curious about your, I mean, on a first date is on is on their phone. Yeah, if yeah, you've been yeah. dating someone for three months and they have to do, uh, put their phone face down only. <laughs> if you go to look at their phone and like, <laughs> what do you get Like, those yeah. are big ones. Those but are I'm big just, ones. Just curious, in your a career, is hiring people, uh, you know, bring trusting
1: I used to ask people during interviews uh, just to see like I would always try to get a sense of like is this person like have any like are they like self-aware they realize like oh, we're all just people and you know I got stupid do stupid things just like everyone else does so I would always ask people and I got this from this person who ran HR for me for a while um I would always ask people hey if in the middle of an interview I just say like hey if we're at a bar like with a bunch of your friends what are they giving you shit about you know and oh. just to see what the person would say you know just to see if they had any sense of like oh i do this stupid thing and you know blah 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 blah, and they're probably giving me a hard time about that and then i would have asked then i would later on ask okay if i'm not a if you've now left and i'm at a bar at the bar with your same friends now what are they saying you know and just get just to get a sense of like Maybe, like, even if the person said, like, geez, mm-hmm. I don't know. Shit, I've never even thought about, like, what they say when I'm not there. Probably horrible things. That's great. That's an authentic that's response. That's great. That's an authentic response. But, like, you know, sometimes people will say, like, I don't know. I'm just honest, man. You know, I'm honest. And some people can't deal with that. And if you can't deal with that, you know, that's your fault. And I'm like, uh-oh. That's, cool. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. So we, those are just, in, I would kind of always do that stuff just like you need to call your dad and forgive him. Maybe you should get a puppy. Yeah. Just to see if people have any sense of self awareness, it's people who don't have that any of that that I'm like always what like. What would you oh, say man. to that? I would always say like I don't know. I talk too much. I tend to like people are asking me a question. I'll like start answering it in the middle of their question instead of like letting them finish because I'm like no 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 I know what you're gonna ask. Can like, I t-
3: can- I- <laughs> It's not an interruption if you're just saving time. It's not. A, I. Yeah. He knows where. It, it's just. Thank you.
1: I'm impatient. I'll start. If people are asking me a question, I'll start going. Uh huh. You uh-huh, do it. Uh huh. Uh huh. I get so like, much. I'm ready for- to answer the question already. We're doing it to each other right now.
3: This is my dream. <laughs> He's cut me off most everything, and I. I was done. I'm just lingering. You know, you're giving the other person time to have a water. Like you're just trying like. I appreciate that so much. Because it's like, I know what your question is. You're wasting everyone's time. I don't have time. Like, I love that you do that. That is not rude. You're actually, everyone's getting home like an hour earlier if you just interrupt people. And like, if you're bored, would you rather me interrupt you or look bored? (laughs) You can choose. Um, And then what would you say about people? What do they say about you when you
1: leave? I have no idea. I'm sure it's something horrible. I have all sorts of like little stupid, like, Idiosyncrasies. So it's probably something about that. You know, like I don't I don't know. I have like lots of physical, like my my pinky fingers all point the wrong way. Like they're weird. They look kind of deformed. I don't know. I have lots of little weird physical. So when you leave deform- you think your friends were like <laughs> no, know. Like they're probably, like, probably like Dude, you check out the mitts on that freak. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't know. Like but I, I don't know. I would
3: expect someone that ran. Internet companies to have weird fucking fingers. I'm like, they just you type like sense. You know, it I do the sense. thing like
1: that you do if you're like in you, with a history at all in comedy. if You say something funny. You're like, I should say that again. It'll be funny. It'll be. There are a couple of people who didn't hear it. I do that. I do that too much.
3: That's just that's just being of service to the yeah, people that that's didn't being hear of it. Service. You know what I mean? We call
1: that just being helpful. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't stuff you, like you, that. you? It's
3: called spreading
1: joy. I have lots of little just weird personality
3: like you t- oh but the other people have to hear it twice
1: yeah the other people have to hear it twice this you is, know a this little is personality what I, like that this
3: is actually what i don't like when people do uh when they're they've told a funny story or said a funny joke and they're gonna say it again with new people there and other people already heard it and yeah. they have to qualify i mean we, we talked about this earlier but it's like yeah. i'm not yeah taking care of you <laughs> this is what humans do we we get a trick and then we do our tricks yeah. for other people. This is stop pretending. Yeah. That if you had a killer story and more people showed up, you would, do you have a better story? Then then I'll shut up. Do you have anything <laughs> to say? Yeah. I don't think you have to apologize for being entertaining.
1: All right, fair, good.
3: I mean. T- Interesting. 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 I do have to ask you about Silicon Valley. Just okay. did you have such a blast?
1: Oh my god, it was the best. It was great. I'll tell you the fun thing, the fun thing about working on Silicon Valley was first of all, the writer's room there was insane. Insane. I mean, Mike Judge. I mean, Alec I'm Berg. not gonna yeah, all, 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 the whole the whole thing. But Alec Berg, who was showrunner for it. Also does Barry. Also does Barry. I don't know
3: how the guy he, is
1: he's like, he was so polite to and nice to me whenever i whenever i'd like work up the courage to actually pick pitch something Alec, Alec would go yeah yeah or or alternatively we could do this <laughs> like it was great he never said like that's the stupidest we're not definitely not that doing never that. works. You it's, would just it's, go, yeah, 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 or, or alternatively, it's <laughs> like, oh, all right, but well. that's a I love that. Put it a great. pin in that, put a pin in that, we'll circle back to we'll that. We'll maybe come back to that, or, <laughs> or, but meanwhile, let's go do these other things. Sure, 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 that. sure. That's
3: cool, but we have to make a TV show, so <laughs> yeah. we'll come back to that. Um, no, yeah. I think the greatest, yeah. and here's what I will say. No, they were
1: great. I loved everyone. I don't know why I'm
3: on this, like, Mr. Rogers kick, but I think that. Most people in television are good people. Yeah. We only hear about the bad people and it sort of weighs our sort of uh, um, data in a way. We think everyone's like, like the two, two, two of the best shows, uh, you know, on TV in the last six, seven years were run by an, a wonderful man who's yeah. brilliant and kind. Yes, yeah,
1: he's hilarious. No one too. writes he's, stories he's like particularly funny. Berg, he's Berg, super
3: nice guy. Yeah.
1: Like that's not yeah. a deadline <laughs> headline, you know? So it's yeah. like I
3: also think the I also think that. Being kind yields the best work. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that he was yeah. kind and then yeah. also he's making the best shows. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that was that was. I loved it. Th- I loved it. That was it was such a like talented room. It was great. I loved being in there.
3: Ugh, God, I love that show so much. Um, okay, what a dream. What are you doing anything for the summer? Like, do you just? How are this you doing? Everyone's in Italy. Why aren't you in Italy? I don't know. You gonna travel anywhere? We'll see. Can you go to Turkey? Where would we land on that?
1: I think I can go now. Really? Yeah, I think I can go now.
3: I end these very awkwardly. Is there anything else, like working on Twitter? (laughs) No. Anything? What a dream. I hope you'll come back. I feel like I I, I hope I. I think people are going to be mad at me. Let's see what
1: happens, and we'll we'll do it again.
3: Yeah. I love you. What a dream. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Don't ride elephants.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
1: Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's.
2: Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.